you need to find your niche right don't just say you are this or that you need to know specifically who your niche is what you your serve. niche is who you serve who you most can help too yeah you know sometimes people come to me and they said they are a coach i'm like okay what kind of coach are you they're like oh i just coach i'm like no you know are you a personal <laughs> development coach are you a mindset coach are you a business coach are you a personal finance coach relationship marriage. coach marriage coach i mean there's several Autism, sectors <laughs> of the coaching yeah of the coaching industry that you can be a coach in mm -hmm. and you cannot be good in every one of them i think it was malcolm gladwell you know, read a book and talk about the 10,000 hours, you know, to become an expert in whatever field you're in, you need to dedicate 10,000 hours in it. And it's better to be the best at something than to be mediocre in a lot of things. Yeah. And one of the ways you can be best at whatever you do is to niche down and do your best to be the best of it. And if you niche down and you do your best to be the best at it, you will always do it financially in your business. Absolutely. Hey, hello, rich friends. Welcome to another episode of the New Rich Podcast. I'm Uyi Abraham, your host, and it's my co-host. Dr. Faith Abraham, welcome to the podcast, Rich Friends. Awesome. So, how was your week? My week was phenomenal. Honestly, it would have been more phenomenal if I could have done some shopping, but I digress. <laughs> how was your week? Ah, uh, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. You know, he's the reason why I didn't do any shopping. That's why he's laughing. <laughs> yeah, my week was good. Uh, new month, uh, new blessings, new things, you know, just walking and just uh, looking at my goals that I set up for this year, 2023. Yeah. And just, you know, making sure that they have been executed. Because, you know, many times everybody set goals or most people set goals for the year. Mm -hmm. And then the year starts and then life happens and this happens. Yes. And then they kind of get distracted and they forget about the goals that is set. So I've been just looking at some of my goals for the year mm -hmm. and seeing where I am on it and see where I need to improve and what I need to do and stuff like that. Beautiful. And I would just say that I think a lot of times when we don't, People, when people don't set goals, it's because there's some reservation in them that they may not achieve those goals. Mm. So they feel like uh, they don't want to get disappointed. They don't want to disappoint themselves. So they feel like it's just better to set no goals. Set no goals. So you don't get disappointed. You don't get disappointed. <laughs> okay. But then what happens is you end up still disappointed because as an ambitious or a driven person, mm -hmm. when you're not accomplishing things or you're not getting things done or you don't feel like you've been productive it's going to, you're going to feel bad. You just, it, it becomes more of a sore spot than anything. Yeah, I definitely understand. Okay, so uh, let's get into the episode. So today we're going to- That gonna, was heavy. We could have went into that, but that's yeah. okay. We're going to get into the episode for y'all. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about niche, the power of niching. Is and it, let's, can we clear up something? Okay. Is it niche or is it niche? Or is it- Tomato, tomato. I think it's tomato, tomato. Okay. <laughs> some people call it niche. Some yeah. call it uh, niche. Niche. I think I don't know, but but I know the spelling is N I C H E. <laughs> so whatever you way go. you pronounce it, rich friends, I think it, it works for you. You know. Yes. 
Yeah, so we're going to talk about that today because it's very important, you know, one of the ways to really succeed with your online business or entrepreneurship is to find your niche. Yeah. Because online business and what they now call the creator's economy is very big. It's, it's like over $300 billion a year Correct. now or soon. Mm -hmm. And there's so many parts of it. It could be course creation, coaching, e-commerce, affiliate marketing, mm -hmm. services, uh, agency. There's so much you can do when it comes to online business, you know. And it's not just only to just, okay, my niche is e-commerce. That's not a niche. <laughs> that is it, like an industry. It, uh, yeah. You know, my niche is a content creator. That's not a niche. That's an industry. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand what it is to niche down. And they don't understand the power of it and what it does for them and their business. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Let's talk about it because I have a lot of pushback when I talk about having... Uh, and discovering your niche. And if you stay to the end of the episode, we're going to show you how you can discover your niche so that you can get ahead and properly position yourself in the market for the people who need what you got. Very, very good. And that's a good place to remind you if you're just watching us for the first time or listening to any uh, on any platform, make sure you like, comment, share this episode, share with five other friends that would benefit from this episode as well. Yes. So niching is so, so powerful. It so is. Let's Even start from there. people like to, to push back on me on it. Because I always tell them like, it, when you, you know, it, it just depends. Nowadays, you know, Target is this big thing and there's viral videos of people who say, no, you don't go into a list. You don't go into Target with a list. You let Target speak to you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, mean, you mean Target the store? The store. Oh, Target. Don't you go into Target. That is rude. You don't even have proper etiquette if you go into Target. With a list of things you need. Oh, Who cares? Lord, that that thing is rubbish. That you let Target really bad. speak to you. It, it <laughs> always does. You let Target speak to you. Oh, wow. And allow it to move through your hands. And whatever you leave out of Target with is what you actually needed. Wow. <laughs> this is how people talk about it. Mm -hmm. You'll see viral videos just like that. And the reason why I even bring that up is case in point. Target didn't get to that place mm -hmm. by just being willy nilly and talking to everyone when they started. Mm. They knew who their target audience was. Mm. So if you rewind when Target started growing in popularity, mm -hmm. their niche was suburban women who are married with between one to three kids mm -hmm. and they have an, an income of about 40. And of course, rewind, that was a lot of money, okay, back yeah. then. 40 to 60,000 is what they have at least minimally in their household. Mm -hmm. The products that they had, uh, for example, like Method was a, and, um, Mrs. Myers were products that were a bit alternative. They were, they had a higher price point than what you would go and get at Walmart, like dial hand soap and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So they had a specific niche, a specific target audience of women, even the foods there, you would have like kind bars and these different brands that no one has heard about, but their niche was mm -hmm. health, healthy snacks, a good way to get, 
good food into your yeah. body and for your kids and for your hubby. That was their niche. That is who they spoke to. Mm-hmm. They spoke to those women so well that then what happened is you started getting an influx of African-American women who fit the same niche, yeah. but they just came from a different ethnic group. Right. Then they started noticing that they started having more Latinas coming in. Mm. And then they started having more Asian. So it's the demographic within itself, as far as the ethnicities, started shifting. Shifting, uh-huh. Because they first served their niche audience very, very well. And I think what you said is so powerful because that's one of the things that scares people away when it comes to niching. Mm-hmm. They feel like if you niche down, because when you niche down, you're pretty much saying yes to a segment of the of the of of the society, right? Or segment of whatever it is, right? And no and, to and, another. And no to another. Yeah, and people they scared. Like, oh, if you just say yes to a few, so that means you say no to a lot of other people, and then you losing money. But you're saying that when it comes to niching down, right? You know, you don't have to worry about the others that you might not be their cup of tea right That's now. Right. But focus on the ones that you can really, really help and serve or you want to serve for now. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the others that might not be your exact demography or your exact niche segment, mm-hmm. they'll eventually come. They'll come because the people who love you and need what you have are going to be attracted to you. They're going to be drawn to you. They're going to see you in a sea of others because you speak to them. The people that you don't speak to, even if they see you, they don't know what to do with you. Yeah. They, they don't know because you're not meant to serve them. Mm-hmm. So it's ideal that you deal with the people that understand you, mm-hmm. you understand them, you, you have this camaraderie right off the bat, mm-hmm. and then you can now create this relationship, this like, no, trust factor mm-hmm. that now facilitates business. So now when you go into Target, to, it's uh, upon recording this, this is Black History Month. When you go into Target, there is an entire section dedicated to Black History Month. Wow. When it's Latinx uh, History Month, they have a section Mm -hmm. for Latinx History Month, so on and so forth. That was not always the case. Mm -hmm. But it became and it happened because Target was willing to niche down. Mm -hmm. Walmart didn't. Let's be clear. Walmart did not. Right? They just... Talk to anybody. Whoever trying to save money, we talking to you. <laughs> and they found their people. There they was they're the relationship. But then there's people who now say, well, I go to Target for peace of mind. Mm. I dress differently when I go to Target. I'm bougie when I go to Target. <laughs> when I go to Walmart, I'm just rolling in there to grab what I need to go and get out. Mm-hmm. But when I go to Target, I'm grabbing what I want. I'll probably pick up a couple other things. And I'm, I'm feeling good about myself. Mm. There, there's an air to Target that you just don't find at Walmart. And people will even get down to the point and say, look, look, this cart I just got from Target. Do you hear any squeaking? No. But if I was at Walmart, you know, they yeah. just go in. Because also to Target <laughs> niche down, right? Because that's, that's the main and thing. And they pay attention to, yeah. to details and nuances that their niche market is going to appreciate okay. and love. So let me ask you, how does that pertain to an online business owner or a creator when it comes to niching down, what can they learn from that? From lesson? Target. Yeah. So this is what you can learn from Target. You can learn from Target that it is okay for you to honor yourself and honor who you are. 
Target is just doing what Target does. Mm -hmm. This is how they've always been, mm -hmm. but now it's just a little more inclusive, but it's mm -hmm. still exclusive, right? Mm -hmm. So what you can do is just be okay with drawing in the people who are going to appreciate you, mm -hmm. the people who are willing to have a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. When it comes to you having a niche, it's not that you are saying no to all these things, but really what you're doing is you're saying yes to the parts of your business and you mm -hmm. that your ideal customer connects with the most. Yeah, which is very good. So it's about saying yes to you know who you also want to serve. Who you and, want to serve. And I think another thing that's also important too with niching down too is this, because we're going to kind of start talking to about how to, how to niche down, right? Yes. A lot of people don't understand it. They might think an industry or a demography or a this or that is niching down, which is not. To me, niching down is really going to the smallest possible unit of what you want to do and who you want to serve. You know, for example... Online, someone wants, might say they might, they might, their niche might be course creation, for example, right? But that's not niching. Sure. That's kind of like knowing what industry you're going to be in, right? Because when it comes to course creation, what's just, what specific part of course creation is going to be your focus, mm -hmm. right? If, you're, if your niche is e-commerce, okay, e-commerce is e-books, is it physical books, is a right. you know is a selling product what what exactly right. is that right yeah. so you need to really go down as deep as you can what kind of products and what kind of products technology clothes exactly jewelry. shoes exactly right toys? so toys uh huh so that means when you niche in that you need to really really go down to the smallest most latest part of what you want to do as possible to get you that biggest clarity when it comes to niching down. You know, for example, you know, uh, we've been having this conversation too concerning, you know, Vonza, which is a software company uh, that helps you run your business online. And this episode is also sponsored by Vonza.com, which is the best platform for you to create and sell online courses and run your entire business online everything you need to start grow and scale an online business all in one place so you don't have to be using multiple tools to run your business online hi i'm Uli abraham and i'm faith abraham co-founders of vonza.com the best all-in-one platform for online business we are helping thousands of people entrepreneurs and creators just like you start and grow your online business this year with our freedom 1000 campaign so let's face it you have the knowledge passion and expertise to share to create impact and income but you just don't know how to turn it into a money generating online business with this campaign we are going to help you and coach you to start your business online. And you have the two options. The growth plan or the VIP growth plan. Here's everything that comes with the growth plan. One year group coaching training to help you start or grow a money generating online business. The Vonza Pro plan, which is our most popular plan free for six months. We are also going to give you your first five eBooks that you can customize and resell for a profit. 
and an online course that you can customize and resell for a profit. You'll also receive Vonza merch and 30 days to 10K course to help you quickly make your first $10,000 in 30 days. 30 days to 10K workbook. This all comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and a hassle free cancellation. All of this for only $9.97 or you may choose the most valuable option, which is the VIP growth plan. So which of these options are you gonna to choose today so you can start generating money from your online business? The growth plan or the VIP growth plan? Choose now because the world is waiting for you and this is your time and your moment. Which one are you choosing? Start now. All right, so we're having this conversation too about how we can also uh, niche down on the customer segment with Vonza. Uh, one of the problems too with having a true or an, a heart to serve so many people is that if you're not careful, you're going to end up serving nobody, mm -hmm. right? So Vonza is a platform that anybody can use. It doesn't matter what title, what industry, what niche, what segments you have. Anybody can use Vonza to start and grow their business. But it's hard, and many times you don't, it's hard to have the resources to reach everybody. That's but right. we'll be having this conversation to, okay, what about if we just focus on one segment of the population? Mm -hmm. At first, we kind of went back and forth on this, and this is also good for rich friends to know too, that sometimes it takes a while to find your niche. It does. Sometimes yeah. you have yeah. to test different things, yeah. right? And your niche is not always your passion. Same people feel like, oh, my passion is this and that. So that's my niche. That might be your passion, but not your niche. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it could be the same, but sometimes it's not, mm -hmm. you know? So we've been having this conversation at first. Okay, we're going to really just kind of focus on coaches, which it seems like the platform, the Vonza platform makes the most sense for yeah. because they tend to do multiple things, right? Mm -hmm. But then within the coaching segment, there's the creators, you know, which are, you know, which, you know, which could be also anything. You know, a creator could be a photographer, it could be a YouTuber, it could be anything. Mm -hmm. But now we're like, okay, maybe we need to really just kind of niche even down from just creators to a sub-niche, mm -hmm. right? Which is key. So the key to niching down is really finding your sub-niche. And the sub-niche of the creator would be course creators, mm -hmm. right? People who want to turn their knowledge into income. People who have the knowledge to teach, and they need the platform to help them to, to sell that knowledge. Correct. Because when we do that, then it just makes it so much easier for us to be able to just talk to them and say, hey, you have the knowledge, you want to turn into an online platform or into a business, use Vonza. Instead of saying, hey, do you want to sell books online? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a lot, right? It is. So I've just been thinking about that recently. It's okay, it's time to just kind of niche even down and say, okay, want to talk to course creators at least for one year mm -hmm. and help them to sell or maybe you know yeah what do you think about that no i love that because one of the things about niche and down that helps you out as an entrepreneur and someone who is you know creating extra additional income is you know who to talk to yeah you're not just talking to everybody 
If you go into a crowd and you say, hey, everybody, you might get a few people who will turn around and they'll probably like have their face buried and looking at you like, what is wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Versus if you go into a crowd and you say, Brianna, all the Briannas are going to turn around. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. If you say, John, all the Johns are going to turn around. Mm -hmm. And then, check this out, you'll probably get a couple of Jeffs too because all they heard was the J. Yeah. You see where I'm going? Mm -hmm. So you can talk to a specific person and those people who you're speaking their language, oh, you talking to me, you talking to me, you saying something, <laughs> I'm hearing you, I'm feeling you. They're going to listen to you. Yeah. Now you've turned them on. Now guess what? They're going to call Shoshana to come through, even though you called on Brianna. Yeah. Because Brianna is friends with Shoshana. She's going to be like, Shoshana, you need to listen to this girl. You need to listen to this guy. See? Yeah. So now it starts. But you are talking specifically to Brianna and John. Yeah. So that's the metaphor. So what I'm saying is within what you're doing, when you specify and you get a niche and you niche down and you say, these are the people that I'm going to talk to, it allows you to call them by name. Mm -hmm. They know you are talking to them. You are creating content for them. You are creating eBooks. You are doing coaching. You are doing whatever you're doing for them. Yeah. And because you're doing it so well, they will now bring other people, people with in. them. Yeah. And and that's how your niche now organically mm -hmm. increases and starts to warble open just like with Target. That is powerful. Right? That's so, so powerful. Yeah. That, 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 that's what we're looking yeah. at. And so even like when people come to me and they're like, oh, I don't know how to um, do social media. I'm just on TikTok. Okay, well, who are you talking to? I'm just doing stuff. Hmm. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool. That's cool. Hmm. Let's stop <laughs> just doing stuff. Now, of course, when it comes to social media and you're just jumping on, the algorithm is really looking for you to niche down as well. It, the algorithm is really looking for you to niche down. Yeah. The, because it wants to know that if we send people to you, mm -hmm. you're going to deliver. Mm -hmm. And when we send people to you, um, people say when you're trying to grow your YouTube channel, for example, mm -hmm. you're trying to grow your TikTok, the algorithm prioritizes people or accounts that when people go to the account, they stay on the account and the, have, they have a lot of watch time. Mm -hmm. So what that literally means is when the algorithm draws people to you and puts your content in front of them, not only do they watch that one piece of content, they go onto your profile okay. and start watching more content. That's so good. They click a playlist and start binging your content. Why? Because you're talking about a certain niche, a certain topic, yeah. and you do it in a way that speaks to them yeah. that they stay. Okay. They like it. Yeah. So Now you have a niche. Yeah. Now you, yeah. right? So that's but you have to do it for some time yeah. so that you can get that traction. Traction, yes. Which is so powerful, rich friends, you know. So you need to really niche down in your business. If you are not growing as fast as you want to grow, it could be because you've not really niched down in your business. And when you start niching down, you're going to see your business really start growing and start going to the next level. Now let's switch to maybe a, you know, to another segment of this, right? Okay. So how can somebody niche down? What's the process of, all right, really, really, let's put it, let me put it this way. How can somebody find your niche, right? 
Because some people will be like, okay, this sounds good, but I don't know what my niche is. I don't know sure. where to start. I don't know right. how to find it out. So let's talk about some tips that might help somebody to find their niche. So what's, what's one or two things you can share on that? Right off the top of my head, get a piece of paper. I know everybody loves to use a phone, but get a piece of paper. Something about that paper. That huh? paper and pen. <laughs> you're writing it down. Yeah. Um, that's also a technique to create the life you want as well. But get a pen and paper. One, two, three, four, five. Write five topics, five things that you really love. Mm. Like if money wasn't a problem, what would you teach That's or good. show people yeah. or do for people if money wasn't an issue? Those five things, write mm. them down. Of those five, I want you to now narrow it down to the three mm -hmm. that you could talk about for an hour with no preparation. No preparation. If you write five, a list of five, then I say, okay, out of these five, I want you to write, uh, so, I want I, you to do a speech yeah. for me for 60 minutes. Which three could you talk about? Okay. So are you talking about how to find your niche yeah. if your kind of your industry is around course creation and speaking or just how to find your niche in general? Just in So what about someone is into e-commerce or something? How would that apply to them? So, or if their niche is something around, you know, I don't know, agency or whatever sure. so so pretty much five things write it down write it down and then see the one that is just natural for you the, to talk about yeah narrow it down to three okay to three uh-huh right and it, this is even an e-comp because you can say oh well, i'm debating between doing jewelry clothing and um equipment mm -hmm. okay but of those three which one could you talk about for an hour straight okay from those three you're probably more than likely you're not going to be able to talk about three of them straight like mm -hmm. that if you are which one of the three did you have the most fun exactly and excitement doing yeah that's your niche yeah that's where at least you want to start mm -hmm. and begin to put things in motion so that people can see that that's something that you're excited about that's something that you want to you don't have to make a, a offer quote unquote but you can just start yeah. putting it out there and begin to see what people respond to. Yeah. And that's why it's always good to test your niche too, Absolutely. right? Because to whatever your niche is and you give you enough time, people will eventually warm up to it. Maybe six months might be a good time slot to check it out, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because it will be natural. Mm -hmm. The excitement, the fun you having doing it will show. Mm -hmm. And then people will just kind of want more of that. And they're going to just connect and with you, right? But you got to give you enough time to try it out. But now there are some people, and they are very, very few, that just have this kind of gift, if I might use that word, mm -hmm. whereby they can just quickly, easily know what their niche should be. And then they just run with it. They don't have to experiment. You know, th there are very, very few percent of people who can do that. Right. For most of us all, we have to try things. We have to experiment. So don't give up. Don't get disappointed at yourself, whereby you kind of in between, you know, positions or in between opinions of what your niche should be, right? Mm -hmm. Or just stay at it, stay consistent, you know, try it and see what results you know, I also come in out of it, you know. Listen, I saw a video the other day and, you know, it was a, a course creator, specifically YouTube creator. She just hit 100K. 
And I was like, that's amazing. Because I've seen her through my timeline for the past few years. But she said in the video that she had tried to grow her channel for Check This Out. Seven years. Wow. In the seven years, she had tried various niches. She had done um, like books. She had done beauty. She had done lifestyle. She had done um, something else. Mm -hmm. So now she's in the facet of personal development. And from there, it allows her to do coaching. I see. So, but she's always been a coach. Yeah. Coaches find it very easy to jump on YouTube to, to teach people, to show people things, to help people learn certain things. That, mm -hmm. uh, that's just a natural person that has the mm -hmm. coaching or teaching ability or gift, right? Mm -hmm. So, but it took her seven years to grow her channel to 100K, even though she wanted to be 100K when she first got started. Yeah. So what was she doing? Basically, she was trying different niches, but they didn't really stick. Mm -hmm. And people didn't really want that from her. Mm -hmm. So she just started talking about what she loved, which was personal development, which to a certain extent is something that I love, which is why she came through my feed. They realized that I watch personal development stuff, so they put her through my feed, mm -hmm. and that's how I began to know okay. about her. So sometimes you do have to try different things, and though those topics were stuff that she was interested in, they just didn't stick, or, or, or yeah. her audience didn't really want that from her. Yeah. And so when she tapped into what she loved and her audience wanted from her, that's when the channel blew. Okay. Rich friends, this That's, is a really good episode that you're listening to right it. now. You need to find your niche, right? Don't just say you are this or that. You need to know specifically who your niche is, what you your serve. niche is, who mm -hmm. you serve, who you most can help too. Yeah. You know, sometimes people come to me and they say they are a coach. I'm like, okay, what kind of coach are you? They're like, oh, I just coach. I'm like, no. You know, <laughs> are you a personal development coach? Are you a mindset coach? Are you a business coach? Are you a personal finance coach? Relationship marriage. coach, marriage coach. I mean, there's several Autism, sectors <laughs> of the coaching, yeah, of the coaching industry that you can be a coach in. Mm -hmm. And you cannot be good in every one of them. I think it was Malcolm Gladwell, you know, read the book and talk about the 10,000 hours, you know, to become an expert in whatever field you're in, you need to dedicate 10,000 hours in it. And it's better to be the best at something than to be mediocre in a lot of things. Yeah. And one of the ways you can be best at whatever you do is to niche down and do your best to be the best of it. And if you niche down and you do your best to be the best at it, you will always do a financial in your business. Absolutely. All right, so do you have any closing thoughts on this and that can help our rich friends? And again, too, if you're watching on the New Rich episode or you're listening in any audio format, like, comment, share this with five other friends and this could help them too. It can. So I'll leave you with this. You are your niche. You are your business niche. You have to tap into what you love, what you're passionate about, what you're excited about, mm -hmm. whatever that definition is, and what people want from you. Once you get that, everything that you're looking for is going to run to you. Don't give up. Keep doing it. Stick it out. It's coming. What you want wants you to. Wow. Rich friends, that's really awesome. Uh, you, I mean, you, could, you couldn't have said it any better. What you want want you to 
We'll see you in the next episode of the Nourish Podcast. Bye, rich friends. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>